your nap. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the video store. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. <laughs> That's better. Oh, man. Welcome to It Came from the Video Store. Uh, we're talking about the Batman. Yeah. Uh, so, you know that because you clicked on the title of the episode. It said the Batman. So, you know what that means. We're talking about Batman and Robin. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we've already done an episode of Batman and Robin. Uh, so, spoiler alert for those who listen. Now's your chance to turn us off. Or leave us playing so we get the, like, the download play. Or, or pause it, watch the three-hour movie, then come back to us. Yeah, come back to us in three hours. And then tell us what you think of the episode. <laughs> tell us what you think of the movie. <laughs> Alright, uh, before we get started, uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. Uh, that's the best way to help the show. Matt, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at It Came From The Video Store and on Twitter at Rejects. Alright. Um, okay, so we saw this movie, what, two weeks ago? No, last week. No, way, yeah, yeah, last week. Yeah, I saw it around the time you guys saw it. I saw it last Saturday. Um, I guess we should just dive into it. Um, I thought they would never top Batman Forever, but they did. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, guys. Um, Matt, what did you think of this movie just off the bat? Off the bat. Um, <laughs> Get it? Didn't even, <laughs> didn't even, I didn't even plan it. <laughs> um, it was, I thought it was fantastic. I think, honestly, I'm going to say right I now. I have like, minor gripes, but I, it was fantastic. I think everything that like we'll eventually we'll talk about, but I think the things that I would complain about are things they'll address in the next movie. Because in a way, it's not... I think they played the smart role of not uh doing an origin film but it's still like a coming of age no pearls in this movie yes no pearls (laughs) um all right so let's talk about the batman starring robert pattinson yes the robert pattinson or battinson yeah um one actor who everyone was giving shit because he played twilight like fucking 15 years ago get over it yeah Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman, which I think was like a perfect choice. Hubba hubba. Uh, Colin Farrell, who did his best fucking Robert De Niro impression, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, after the movie, I forgot it was him. I honestly forgot he was in that movie. He's taking roles from all his fatties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did a great fucking job. Yeah. So good, he's getting a TV show. Yeah, he's getting a TV show. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Great Gordon. Uh, Honestly, he's the watcher. I think he's my favorite Gordon. He is. Yeah. He voices he's just he watch wa- he watches and detects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what the irony is? He voices uh, Batman in the audio series on HBO Max. Sweet. And then uh, my favorite Paul Dano is the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, Anthony Circus is Alfred. Alfred, and then um, what's his name? Not John Turturro. Yeah, John Turturro. Yeah. Is it John Turturro? Daddy Jr. Yeah. From Big Lebowski, Oh Brother Art Thou. Don't fuck with the Jesus. Yeah. I think everyone in this movie was just so perfectly casted. And I think 
the thing they did the best was they casted actors instead of just like who's hot at the time. You know? Mm-hmm. Because what actors are hot right now? Colin Farrell. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but you put no, him in a fat suit. No. <laughs> Meaning like 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 the flavor of the month. Like remember when Shia LaBeouf became big? He was in like five fucking movies and he faded mm-hmm. away. Jennifer Lawrence was really huge for like four or five years. Well. Faded away. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is kind of the well, hot hot girl right now. On the market? Yeah. That's, I'm not talking about like attraction-wise. No, not attraction-wise. Well, that too, but she's just got her own HBO Max series going. She's got two of them, doesn't she? She had a Hulu series, I thought. There you go. It was like, I forgot what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was a Hulu series based off a John Cusack movie. I don't know if it was serendipity or what or not. I don't. Know, I can't remember. Yeah. All right. Well, f- let's just dive into this. First of all, I guess can we talk about the music? Yeah, Michael Giacchino. Dude, was that piano on fucking fire when you came up with this <laughs> shit? <laughs> I uh, holy fuck! I pre-order the vinyl from uh, Mondo. I, yeah, I gotta get that. It to me. Yeah, I I I was like like an hour late to get the exclusive like marble colors, so I got mm-hmm. solid. Still gonna sound badass. To me, <laughs> it's the equivalent of the of Danny Elfman's Spider Man score, and it, it's I can't really explain it, but it gets me jazzed up. Yeah, I, I work out to it. And the Batman theme, it, it's kind of like uh, it's beautiful for first of all. Yeah, but like the big like the big uh dun 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 it kind of emulates the empire strikes back oh, that's what I, you know what yeah well me and Brandon were also talking it actually sounds like something in the way by nirvana well and they integrate like you, that in the whole movie well no i know but like i'm just saying like you can literally take the lyrics and put it to it yeah but then there's like this part like a melody in the in the batman theme cuz it's like 6 minutes on 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 the uh actual soundtrack it's like a 6 minute long score and it almost goes into, like, this Danny Elfman-esque melody from, like, Edward Scissorhands in a way. Where it gets very beautiful, but just, like, moving and motivated. It's, honestly, it's different than any Batman score we've had. Mm-hmm. It might be up there with Danny Elfman's Batman score from 89. But if you took the fucking energy from the Spider-Man score. Uh, regardless, it's very Danny Elfman like, and I and I love it. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Danny Elfman would have done. Well, Danny Elfman's very distinct, so you would know right away. I thought it was Danny Elfman at first. Hmm. Did you notice in the in the Batman score in the very beginning? I, I pointed it out to Brandon. They throw a guitar chord in there, and it kind of makes it sound like a western at one point. Yeah, a little bit. Like when a gunslinger walks out. Kind of. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the score is just incredible. No habla espanol. What did you think of Gotham? I movie? thought it's the the best portrayed Gotham. It's it just. Me of Arkham Knight. It really did. Yeah, you do not want to live there. Especially, like, the town <laughs> with the main square. It felt like it was very living and breathing with different districts, first of all. Uh, I was happy we finally got to see an iceberg lounge. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they portrayed it 
in a way that worked. And almost looked like they filmed it in the Fulton market. Like, it's actually like a fucking fish warehouse that was like <laughs> an underground nightclub. I like yeah. it. Um, they did a very good job of <clears throat> getting like this gothic-esque city. And then you get like this downtown Gotham that looks almost like a gothic Times Square in a way. Yeah. It's always fucking raining. It, it, to me, it's gothic and beautiful. Yeah, and they borrowed that 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 aspect of Gotham where it's always raining at night. They borrowed that from the movie Seven. Well, a lot of people said this movie is basically <clears throat> like Zodiac and Seven with Batman in it. Yeah. Um, speaking of fucking Batman, what's in the box? <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it ain't going to Feltro. Robert Pattinson is Batman. What do you think? I liked it. Speechless. I want to say he's probably my favorite Batman. I mean, I, I can probably say this from the very beginning when he was casted. I had no issue with him being casted because I've learned, like, if a casting choice seems very odd, I'm going to go for it. Same thing happened with Keaton. Of course, I wasn't born when that movie came out, but I read shit on it. But when, like, Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker, everybody gave him shit from Brokeback Mountain, and then he surprised everybody. Um, there was another actor that someone they gave shit for, and he like blew it away. I forgot what it was. Affleck, Ben Affleck, they gave shit for. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like we went from a generation of like hardcore Bale fans to hardcore Affleck fans, and they want nothing other than that. It's like, come on, just go go with the fucking times. <laughs> that to me, that should only work if say they were recasting Affleck with uh Robert Pattinson. Then I'd be like, well, no, that's a fucking horrible fucking choice. <clears throat> but if, if it's a whole different fucking franchise, just fucking go see it. It's not like, I mean, Batman's becoming James Bond at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, like more than five actors have played him. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll talk about the Batman himself. Uh, what were some of your favorite parts about, like, his portrayal as Batman? Um... The fight choreography was awesome. Um, the the suit was cool. Yeah, I I like the fact you guys yeah. tell like if you got hit, it was like <gasps> like when you got hit with the shotgun at one point. Like you could tell he's like fuck this shit. <laughs> well, it was a way of like really humanizing him. I don't know if he gave himself a shot of adrenaline or venom. People are on the fence. I would have gone with adrenaline. Um, venom would be a large leap out of nowhere. Nah. I mean, I'd expect a Spanish Inquisition before that. <laughs> he didn't really, like, it's not like he fucking lifted a crane up or some shit, you know? Yeah, you just. <sighs> I think it's a good one. Yeah. Um, I love how we really see <clears throat> him, like, pull shit out of his bat belt a lot. And the chest. And his chest. <laughs> um, yeah, his bat, his bat symbol is like a knife. I hope that evolves into a battering. Because it, it was something I didn't notice until, like, after the movie, me and Lauren were in a car. I'm like, he didn't throw in one fucking battering. I'm like, you know what? It'll probably be in the sequel. Well, they can always make more gadgets. Well, I'm, there, there are plenty of things, like, that at, at first they bothered me, like, for, like, five minutes. And I go, it's probably going to be in the sequel. Like, a lot, one of my issues originally while watching, I go, man, there's no Bruce Wayne in this movie. That's by design, though. And well, oh no, and I appreciate that yeah. because it's like now he needs to learn. He needs to be more than just the Batman to move forward with his mission. Yeah. 
So I, I see what they're doing. Yeah, and they, they establish that with the scenes with Alfred because he's like, you got to get out in the world, be Bruce Wayne, but he wants his legacy to be Batman, not the Waynes. So he's, yeah. One gripe I did have, there wasn't enough Alfred, I felt like. Yeah, I was hoping we'd get more of Alfred, and they had that whole fake, uh, or that kind of swerve where you think he's dead, but, yeah. Um, I do like how Bruce was modeled after Kurt Cobain, and it really fucking shows. Oh, totally. Um, Although he survived the shotgun. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Uh, I was really waiting for Eric to say something. (laughs) I'll leave it in. (laughs) I'll leave it in. Just like the movie, the dark. <laughs> um, one of the parts I really, there was an issue I had with because I was always curious like how his Bruce Wayne would appear in public, and it really is just like who, I, I, I'm the emo kid that doesn't want to talk to anybody, but it makes sense because we're actually seeing a side of Bruce Wayne that's actually emotionally traumatized. Well, yeah, and he's he's like dis- distancing himself from humanity, basically. I mean, do you think George Clooney's Bruce Wayne looked like he was fucking traumatized? <laughs> no, he was the playboy living it up. In hey, that my parents are dead. Let me go cash that check. <laughs> Give me a bat suit with ears on it. And nipples. Um, no nipples in this movie. <laughs> where were you? Yeah, where were you? <laughs> um... In general, what do you think of the back suit? I think it had touches of the Arkham suit. A little bit of the Bale suit. It was a nice mix. And I like the collar. The year one suit? Yeah. I enjoyed the collar, too, because most Batman movies before The Dark Knight, he always had this really broad neck kind of cowl. Right out of the comics. Where you, yeah, but you could tell like he couldn't turn his head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then even yeah. so, in the Dark Knight, they they, they 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 way to go. Man down. In the in the Dark Knight, <laughs> they slimmed it down to where he can turn his head, but it looked weird. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think the collar on the cape kind of still gives the image of like this thickness to it, but giving him room to move his head. Yeah, he thick. Uh. You notice the nose is different on this than any other Batman? It doesn't come to a, as much of a point. It's more like the Adam West Batman. I'm all for it. No. I mean, these were all things we could have analyzed before the fucking movie came out, but I don't care. What did you think of his voice? I thought it was the right amount of gravel. It wasn't overdone like in The Dark Knight. There was one scene where he did sound like... Christian there Bales. was. There was one scene on the rooftop when uh, he's trying to talk Selena out of shooting the one cop. You're gonna do it. Oh, yeah. You're gonna regret this. You're gonna regret this for Yeah, but it was like <laughs> bail from like begins. Well, no. Th- that's the funny thing because he was on Jimmy Kimmel and he was talking about how he tried doing this like little whispery thing for two weeks and they said to stop because it just sounded horrible. Like some ASMR. Yeah, so I wonder if that hey, was... Selena. I'm, I'm the- I'm wondering if that's the scene they were talking about and they kind of just left it. But I'm very happy to say I feel like I feel like for once we finally get a Batman voice where it's an emotion and not a voice. 
You know what I'm saying? Where I feel like now... Because when he takes the cowl off and he's talking to Alfred, he's talking in the same fucking voice. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping instead of getting a Batman voice, we'll get like a, a Bruce Wayne voice where he kind of tries to act all suave and shit in the next movie and make really push the fact that Bruce Wayne is the persona. Yes, Bruce Wayne is the mask. Don't get me wrong. I, everyone knows this. I'm not a fan of the Dark Knight trilogy. Really? Saying, really? <laughs> I had no idea. Are you serious? <laughs> No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> even Siri, yeah. Even you know Siri, even Siri agrees. Uh, the one thing I do like is how <laughs> Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne really did put on a persona, of being like a playboy. Um, I mean, I guess there's only so many angles you can p- play a fake Bruce Wayne. I always kind of like the overly nice guy pushover from the animated series where. He's so nice. You're like, yeah, there's no way this guy's the bat. Hey, can't we all just get along? No, exactly. I want him to. I want him to be like a guy who <laughs> who goes to fucking soup kitchens and donates to charity. And hey, I'm thing. a pacifist. Here's some money. Exactly. Yeah. Then at night he'll punch you in the throat. Exactly, like Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> Who's not in this movie? That's a different. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm just really happy we didn't have to see the fucking Waynes die again. Yeah, we'll see, we'll do it for the sequel. I, I mean, the, the Thomas and Martha Wayne are in the movie. I do like the fact that they mentioned the Arkham family. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, they do mention his father was in a way a little corrupt that he didn't know about. No, he, he was he wasn't full corrupt, just a little corrupt. Little things got out of hand. He made some bad choices. Um, and uh, they alluded to his mom going crazy. Exactly, so it just, now it makes you wonder, now does Bruce have a mental <clears throat> illness and that's why he's Batman? Watch, this whole this whole franchise ends with him in Arkham having a, a fucking hallucination. You know that's a comic run, right? I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, I think the Joker in that is, like, his therapist or psychiatrist. <laughs> or maybe it was, like, the Riddler, because he's always asking him questions. I forgot what it was. There is a comic run like that, though, where he wakes up in a mental institution and he thinks he's Batman. Um, I like how they allude to the Court of Owls, possibly. A little bit. It's actually kind of what I thought the whole... That's what I thought the villains were. Because they were talking about this whole, like, underground, people know, you know, oh, they'll kill me if I tell. I'm like, oh my god, Court of Owls. Yeah, that little nod to Hush, a little bit. Yeah. So the whole rat thing with, uh, was it Falcone? Eh... That was kind of a stretch. It really... A lot of it, as much as I love the movie, it did feel long. I'm not going to lie. They're, like The last 20 minutes of this movie, I'm like... They could have trimmed 15 minutes. They, they could have. Uh, <clears throat> but I heard there's a shorter version that went out and nobody liked it. There's a longer version. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> no, well, I, the one thing I noticed is that Matt Reeves was purposely filming scenes that weren't going to be in the movie to throw people off. That's why there was like images of uh, a dude in a Superman costume and a Wonder Woman. <laughs> he was just purposely throwing people out, and I applaud that. Because even I'm like, where's Superman? And if it's good shit, you could just put it in, in a sequel. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he's got no plans to put Superman or, Bat- or, or Batman together in a movie. That's true. I don't think. I this... hope we get Freeze though, Mister Freeze. Uh, I'm really hoping this is the franchise that bridges the the grounded reality Batman with a fantastical Batman, but not like make it 
campy. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to make a Mr. Freeze grounded? Well, you got to approach the fantastical side, but as long as you take the character serious and give it a good design... I mean, I, I'm really hoping what we don't end up with is, like, a dude with a tank and a nitrous gun. No, that's I too campy. I still meet you, Batman. <laughs> yeah, no puns, no puns. They just gotta use Heart of Ice as the blueprint and then work from there. Yeah, I mean, well, Batman and Robin kind of did that, too. But Dude. were they really trying? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh... I think we've already been over this. Colin Farrell, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I literally forgot it was him. Some great comedic moments with he, the Penguin too. Uh, what the fuck? What, what was going on when 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 they pulled him and Gordon and Batman are interrogating him? Mm. And uh, they're both asked some questions. He's like, "You guys should fucking say this on Harmony or something like that." <laughs> and I like that they tied up his ankles and he was waddling around yeah. with the Penguin. Oh, yeah. Wait. You guys gonna cut me up? <laughs> <laughs> they should have like fucked up his knee to where he had like a permanent wobble. Well, he had a he had a wobble. Did he? Yeah, yeah, like he had like a limp. Oh, that was in the beginning of the movie though. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those things where I. It's the only thing I hate about reviewing new movies in theaters. I don't get a chance to take notes because I'm actually trying to watch the movie for the first time. Plus, it's a three hour movie. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. <clears throat> There's a lot. Um, and speaking of Penguin, that t- car chase scene was awesome. Yeah. That was... Fuck it, that Batmobile is a monster. Yeah. That's probably... Right, let's talk about this. That's my favorite <clears throat> Batmobile. So, uh, I saw something. Somebody actually said it had the intensity of like a horror movie in that scene. It was Christine. <laughs> no, they, they just said it revved like a, mon- like, a, like a monster in a movie. It... I don't know what... And it drove like an actual car. Like he's getting out and shit. I like that. I don't know what was going on in Matt Reeves' head while making this film, but god damn it, make it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. It, it it was almost like a monster movie, uh, with that car, dude. It's I have championed Batman eighty nine for being my favorite Batman movie since I was a child. It's been dethroned. I can't deny it. Every there's so many beautiful aspects about Batman and the Batman lore that fits so well and are integrated into this movie. That Batmobile is amazing. <laughs> First of all, I never liked the Tumblr. Sorry, I didn't. Dark Knight. It, no. it was a t- <laughs> I haven't liked the Bat... No, I, I did like the Ben Affleck Batmobile. Even though it murdered It was people. a nice marriage of the Tumblr and, like, an actual like a yeah. elongated Batmobile. Yeah. At some point, you have to look <clears> at the Tim Burton Batmobile, and you're like, okay, that's not really practical. <laughs> it's a dragster. It's a dragster. There's only so much you can do about with it. I still, I still think the animated Bat Batmobile look was the coolest. Yeah, it is the coolest. Oh, well, yeah. it's the so animated sleep, Batman. But we're talking movie wise, yeah. Um, now the I wonder. Did you ever ever watch the Batman cartoon series? I have. It's been a while. I it's watched it when it it's aired. Good. I, I watched good. it back when it aired. But yeah, I, there there is a cult following who thinks that that version of Batman is very underrated. To me, when it comes to Batman cartoons, it comes animated the Batman animated series from the nineties, and then the Batman. Like, well, in that version, his Batmobile was more just like a car. It wasn't like a dragster. Yeah. A Lamborghini. 
I wouldn't call it a Lamborghini. Batman the Brave and the Bold is like a guilty pleasure for me. I never I watched it. That. It's in the hot minute. It's kind of like just one of yeah. It's like a guilty pleasure. It mm-hmm. was too cartoony. But it's me. very Adam West. It is. Yeah. It didn't end up be, just being a with TV a lot show. of like yeah. sexual double entendres in there yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what did you think of the Batmobile? It was perfect. I, the idea of making it a, a muscle car was the best move. Yeah. It's no, believable. No fins on this car. Were you aware of the prequel book they put out? I'm aware of it. I haven't gone into it. To briefly go over it, there's no League of Assassins. It's like Alfred taught Bruce the majority of how to fight. Yeah. The more for self defense in case shit like that ever happened again. They don't even they don't even talk about who killed his parents. <clears throat> um, in the movie they do. Or yeah, they, really. they expect speculate. Uh, you find out that Bruce built his Batmobile. Because he got into street racing as a teenager, because uh, he liked the thrill of it. But then <laughs> he actually got. In, there's a part in the book where he gets mad because he gets pulled over by a cop, and because of his name was Wayne, the cop didn't let, let him off the hook, and he's like, you know, that's not justice. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and then they kind of give a backstory about how he became so skilled. So he would go to different colleges and major in different things. So he would go to one school, major in criminology major in biology and chemistry but then the reason he's jumping from different schools is because he's going to different countries and learning martial arts it's great to be rich it is yeah i wouldn't know so (laughs) (laughs) that's a superpower he's rich (laughs) yeah some people can afford a 35 dollar gym membership and if you're bruce wayne you can go to every fucking country and learn their martial arts (laughs) and wear an armored suit and beat up criminals (laughs) <laughs> come a long way from spandex <laughs> <laughs> or, ho- or hockey pads I'm not wearing hockey pads <laughs> yeah well, first of all I, I also want to uh, applaud <clears throat> the fact that he is in this Batman suit like 80% of the movie if not more yeah legit the Batman alright I guess there's one thing we totally forgot to talk about the fucking Riddler yeah Thank you guys. I like his intro- I like Thank his- you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the uh his introduction. It was like Michael Myers. Almost. It was very eerie. Yeah. Plus I, I love when people make ominous movies with Ava Maria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz you know Lauren kept, keeps telling me like, "Oh yeah, they got to play Ava Maria at our wedding." So we're watching this and go, <laughs> you know, when they play Ava Maria during the ceremony, all I'm going to think about is Riddler watching us. <laughs> um, well, I mean, clearly he's designed off the Zodiac. Yeah, clearly. I mean, they, they do not hold any punches when it comes to that. With the greeting cards, he sends a fucking cryptic code. Mm-hmm. That took out... Al- he's got that little, like, target mark on him. Bruce didn't even solve the code. Alfred did. <laughs> yeah, Alfred did a lot of the coding. Although, uh, Batman solved uh, a lot of the riddles. He did. I, I think a lot of people... Didn't prevent anybody from being killed, but he solved the riddles. That's true. <laughs> the Riddler got away with a lot in this movie. Well, have to, Well, first of all, one of the things I enjoyed about this movie the most was the opening narration. Yeah. That's new. It's different. It even says... October 31st. It's very new. Your diary. Your diary. It's raining. It's dark. I'm brooding. <laughs> <laughs> I have eyeliner. <laughs> My costume chafes. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's a big city. I can't be everywhere at once. And he does say that. So, yeah, he's not going to know who gets killed. Uh, but I love the introduction where all the thugs see the the bat signal. And so they, they look at they look into every shadow. That is, like, the best fucking move they made. That was, he, that was he awesome. Is, he is the shadows. Yeah. And you're watching all these crimes take place, and you're like, okay, where's he going to pop out? Who's going to get beat up? But once you see, like, the dudes in the makeup, you're like, okay, he's going after these assholes. Well, because we saw it in the trailer. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, he's going after these guys. But then we hear uh, him in the shadows as he's walking up to him. It's like spurs on a, on a gunslinger. Hence, hence, well, no, yeah. but that's why I said that. <laughs> they, it, there's a part in the Batman score that, that has, like, a little guitar riff that sounds like it. Yeah. Best move ever. I like the fighting style. He's a brawler. Except yeah. when he's, you know, uh, up, he's like defending himself against Catwoman. It's more like kind of like karate, almost. Yeah, it's play fighting. It's foreplay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Like, I'll allow it. Um, and like I like the fact too. Like he takes hits too. Like, yeah. Not... Well, no. We'll, we'll, and you can easily defend that as well. He's only been doing this for two years. Oh yeah, yeah. You're too, you're too a Batman. I like how he like writes everything down in journals and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, dear diary. Uh, and I like the um, the tech of the uh, eyeball. That's uh, great. Yeah, the that, lenses. That's probably one of my favorite pieces of tech he has. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever been done before in like even probably in a comic. Mm, might have been. Yeah, it might have been. But that's his way to analyze the crime scene. You actually see him do chemistry in this movie. You see, I mean, you see true detective work. Yeah. He like notices like little, like what was the first kill that thumb think, was missing? The mayor. Thumb drive. Huh? But yeah. it's, no, the um. <laughs> fuck, I forgot they call it. The Tucker. The, the, yeah, the Tucker. He looked on the ground. And you could just see the outline of blood. He looked. And all of a sudden, all the, all the crime scene investigators all noticed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should take a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 you're right. They're, they're really just following him around like, what's he looking at? Oh, shit. Click. <laughs> and then when he when he looks at the little boy that found his father's dead body, that tells you everything. You want to be Robin? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's are you in spandex. <laughs> I got tights with your name on them. <laughs> no, cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> You might be a sidekick. <laughs> because I'm Batman. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Paul Dano is the Riddler is the best way to do a, a modern narcissist, how he has to have followers and shit. He had 500 followers. That's a lot for a psychopath. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Which means there's more out there. I mean... I, there weren't no fucking 500 followers that showed up in the end of the movie. Yeah. Only like seven people or something. I also like how they really forced the, the idea that Batman doesn't kill people in this movie. No Which guns. Is, exactly. That's one of my favorite moments with Gordon. When he goes to Gordon, he's like, no guns. He's like, yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> they had great chemistry in this movie, Jeffrey too. Wright as Gordon was perfect. I don't yeah. care what anyone fucking says. He's my favorite Gordon. Oh, I love the part when, he, when like... He's caught in G- GCPD. He's like, I'm going to have a talk with him. He's just like, I want you to punch me in the face and run away. <laughs> I was like, perfect. And you get the Batman humor. He's like, I thought you'd pull your punch. He goes, 
I did. <laughs> <laughs> or when Batman's like looking at, at uh, uh, evidence and one of the cops is like, hey man, chain of evidence. And Gordon's like, he's wearing gloves. True. <laughs> um, can we talk about the surprise cameo of the Joker in this fucking movie? Not by name, but we we allude that he's Joker. It's, jo- it's Joker. I think they should have kept that as an after credit scene because it was kind of out of place. Um, just my yeah. Opinion. You know what the funny thing is? I knew there was always teasing that that what's his name Barry Cogan, Coogan. Yeah. Like they kept teasing he was playing the Joker. I completely fucking forgot about it. I remembered. I, f- I forgot about it until it actually came up. I go, oh, yeah. I guess they filmed scenes of him as a cop to throw people off. Because mm. it wasn't even in the movie. Uh, supposedly, this Joker is going to be actually, like, born disfigured. They kind of kind of, kind of see it in his face a little bit. Uh, a lot of people thinking they're going to off the new 52 Joker where he cuts his face off. Mm. Oh, it's kind of like what they didn't cough him. A little bit. Which are wrong. So... Oh, did you notice uh, 30 minutes into the movie, you see where the Riddler lives before they really solve the puzzle? Yeah. Where? It's the scene where uh, Selena, where, where Batman meets Selena Kyle for the first time at the Iceberg Lounge, and she leaves the Iceberg Lounge. Uh-huh. There's an establishing shot outside where she's leaving, and then up to the left in an apartment l- window where we find out later where Riddler lives there. He's in the window taking pictures of her. Okay, really? I need to go yep. watch this again. Well, when it comes to HBO Max April 19th, I'll be watching that again. Look at you. Oh, it's coming out in April? I thought it was coming Plus, out. Plus, the, the place where he lives outside is a neon sign of hotel, and it's in neon green. Really? Huh. Yeah. I'll have to... Alright. Got a good eye. And the glasses he wears is the same as Jim that Carrey. Jim Carrey wears in yeah. Batman Forever. Yeah. Um, oh, I love when there there's that scene in the in the asylum, and he you think he knows that he's Bruce Wayne because he keeps going mm. Bruce Wayne, and you see Batman look at the camera like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like <laughs> two <laughs> years, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then once he uh, and then. They build all this tension, and then you find out he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne. He's just saying, like, he got away from us. <laughs> he's the one that got away. <laughs> and then you're just like, ah, oh, you stupid motherfucker, you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, in a way, like, I guess you can kind of compare it to, like, Electro with Spider-Man thinking, like, we're friends, we're friends. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I like The idea where, like, the Riddler thinks they're actually working together, but they're not. But it gives Bruce the, the is like an eye opener that like this whole vengeance thing can inspire the wrong. It's not inspiring anything. It's actually causing issues. And you know, there's that that giant. There's a whole documentary on it how like all Batman's villains he kind of inspired, or like uh, all of his villains are mirror images of different personalities of himself. Mm-hmm. So like the Riddler is the uh, mirror personality of Batman's intellect. Uh, the Joker is if Batman would have like had a mental breakdown and gone down a different path. Penguin is Bruce Wayne, but villainous. Two Face symbolizes the both Bruce Wayne and Batman kind of thing. Yeah, Bat or Batman or Penguins like if Batman became a greedy, like exactly. Yeah, you know. 
So, um, what else about this movie? What about the Batcave? I thought it was different. It was like the underground of the of the Wayne Tower. Plus, we don't get a Wayne Manor in this movie. It's Wayne Tower. I like that, too. There's a, also that shot of Wayne Tower after the bomb goes off. Mm. It looked like it was right out of uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. And actually, I'm like, man, I really want to go home and play these games. <laughs> the only thing I didn't vibe with was the aesthetic on the inside of the Wayne Tower. It's, like, overly, overly gothic. Yeah, I, that, that was There's one no thing. There's no way the Batman lives here. I didn't care for it, either. I was. It was, that. like, it was way too much. It didn't fit. It's like he ran around. It was like remember the episode of Velo Bam when he paints the whole kitchen blue. Yeah, it's like that, but he had black, black paint, <laughs> black everywhere. <laughs> Cathedral arches everywhere. You even got the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meet the, this tweet, uh, Twitter post, and it was like once Bruce leaves Alfred in the in the finds out Alfred's alive and he's in the the hospital, he instantly starts spray painting the floor. That's a sign that he needs a caretaker, <laughs> or, or something like that. Um, I I don't know what else to say about this movie other than the fact that I just truly love it, and all the things I that I like before I was complaining about. There's no batarangs. There's no really Bruce Wayne ego or or persona. We're gonna get that in the next movie. Yeah. What did you think of the Riddler's plan to flood the city? It was Bane. It was... I'm gonna blow up Gotham. <laughs> you can save yourself. <laughs> I thought uh, it was kind of a rushed thing. Kind of. It was. Well, eh. What do you think of the ending fight with all the the Riddler thugs? I thought it was cool. I think the third act is the weak, weakest part of the movie. To be honest. Really. Yeah. I like the idea how Riddler has his own henchmen that dress up like him and they're followers too so that's first of all fucked up but it's like a way of getting like that campiness in the movies and the cartoons where like the henchmen dress up like the villain yeah but it also it it kind of reaffirms the riddler's ideology that the whole city is just a cesspool and everyone's mm-hmm. out for themselves and yeah no! <laughs> ah, a lot of yelling. Just a lot of yelling from Paul Dan. That's my yeah. favorite. I, the amount of memes, though, coming from that scene are fucking hilarious. Me and Bray were laughing because we're talking about when he, when he meets... First of all, I was kind of bummed that he wasn't Edward Nigma. Edward... I'm cool with that. Naughton? Nyan Ashton? Mm. I forgot which one it was. I, heard, I do know it's like another alias for the Riddler, though. But... He's got that giant loop around his neck. I mean, because Bran saw it different uh, the day before. And he goes, were you thinking the same thing I was thinking with the Riddler? I go, why the hell does he have that giant ring around his neck? Because he could easily take it off. <laughs> like t- three times bigger than his head. <laughs> um, and I thought his traps his traps were cool. Yeah. Very saw. Very saw-ish. Well, they said it was going to be like saw. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like how Batman's beating the shit out of all the people in this arena. And he gets away without killing them because they're hooked up to wires. So he's just kicking the shit out of them. And they're they're attached to a cable, so they're just kind of just sliding down. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like how he gives hope to the city, though. Yeah. He saves some people out of the, uh, out of the water. 
He's the hero they need. And he goes to the little boy. You want to be the my Robin? Not the one they, they deserve. deserve. <laughs> Do you want to be my Robin? <laughs> I was gonna say something. I won't. All right. <laughs> We're too far into it. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I like that. One of my favorite scenes is when he's carrying that woman, and he goes to put her down for the air helicopter pickup. Mm. And just the way she grabs his arm, like she does not want to let go of him. And it's a contrast to the beginning of the movie where he saves a guy from getting beat up by thugs. And even the guy he's saving is just like, dude, don't hurt me, please. And it kind of just showed how the transition and just the look he kind of gives this woman, like reassuring her. Robert Pattinson, man. I applaud you. Golf clap. <laughs> seen him in other shit so when they said robert pattinson was gonna play batman i'm like fuck perfect why not yeah we've we've all seen him what he can do before we saw this movie i mean i'm i'm talking about other, other shit than lighthouse yeah harry potter good t- <laughs> <laughs> uh what did you think about catwoman uh i think she's my favorite now would you say she's I'm inspired by Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> they said to get in the role, she was trying to she would drink milk like a cat. And people thought she was <laughs> fucking around. There's actual photos of it. <laughs> well, they did a photo shoot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like like uh, Homelander, she's got she's got it for the milk. I mean, other than like the <laughs> ski mask kind of look. I, I kind of felt like this was the best portrayal of a Batman Selena romance. Yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It worked better. I think we have more time to f- really flesh it out. I didn't care for it in Dark Knight Rises. I mean, yeah, you got Batman Returns, but it's like a what hour and a half movie, so there's only so much you can do. Yeah, you got a lot of cats. <laughs> I liked it. Um, all right, I guess that's really all we can say about the uh, the Batman. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode like you enjoyed the movie. And if you didn't enjoy the movie, tell us why. Tell us on Instagram. Uh, signing out, I'm Eric. I'm Brennan. I'm Matt. And you just listened to... It came from the video store. I'm Vengeance. No! <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact we're all in sync on that. <laughs>